Mendoza presents The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. If I were to ask, would you be interested in playing hockey with some alumni? Would you be interested in playing hockey with some alumni? NHL alumni? No, probably not. It wouldn't not. be CFL alumni. No. No, eh? No. Okay. What if... Yeah. Okay. What if those people included Matt Sundin? Whoa. Like you got to play on a line with Matt Sundin. Do I got to go to Sweden? No, you don't. You, he's he's here. coming to you. He's coming here. He's coming to me. Yeah. He's going to play um, in Oshawa. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I mean Toronto. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like he's going to come to a, like an actual city. And uh, <laughs> wow, wow, incorrect. I am kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't think you are. Joining you on no. this team would be Ty Domi, Curtis Joseph, and Thomas Caberlet. Okay, very good, very good. Um, and you would be treated with a welcome reception, a Hall of Fame VIP tour hosted by Glenn Healy and Matt Sundin. Tickets to the uh, to a private event at Wayne Gretzky Estates, a private meet and greet with Matt's alongside other LeoVegas.net winners, private event at Wayne Gretzky's restaurant. You get a lunch with all the alumni afterwards. Pierogies. A $1,500 flight voucher to Toronto for the winner and guest. I would take that from Oshawa. That's a lot of fl- flights should, from Oshawa. You should take a flight from Oshawa. A $500 Visa card to spend while you're here. Hotel accommodations in Toronto from June 7th to 10th. Transportation to and from the hotel, obviously from, you know, uh, 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 the, from the airport. And you get hockey gear rental if you need. And, of course, a commemorative signed photo with Matt Sundin. Would you be interested in all that stuff? But, like, what do I get? I'm sorry. I just wanted to see if you could do it again. <laughs> so here's the deal. I just wanted, yeah. We on the show, ha- along with many, many others, have, have partnered with uh, LeoVegas.net. Uh, they are a, uh, a gaming website, and they are one of those places that they want to give you an, a crazy experience. And somehow they've pulled Matt Sundin out of hiding. Uh, yeah. I don't know how they did it, but they got him. And uh, we are going to be there on that weekend as well, so we're going to be doing a whole bunch of live stuff and whatever. But right now, it's about you winning the contest. Where is this? Dude. Toronto. What I, do you I, get? I'm looking at all the information right now. What do, what do you get? What do you, I just went through all the things that you get. You know what I like making Adam do? All the important broadcaster stuff and then completely steamrolling it. Yes, uh, it is my favorite part of the show. Uh, yeah. So what is uh, Gary Roberts is doing this? What, who, who'd you no, say? I said Ty Domi, Matt Sundin, Thomas Coverley, and Curtis Joseph and others to be released. All right, Dion Phaneuf is going to be at this uh, thing, like mm-hmm. you said. Mm-hmm. You you said that. Verbatim. No, I did not say that Leon Phaneuf is going to be there. I did, I did. All right. So what weekend is this? This is the the June seventh through tenth. Did weekend. you say that already? I don't uh, think you did. Yes, I did. Say I that. think I. You know, it. had you been listening, I think had I you guys it. been listening, I'm just saying. And then how do you how do you get into this contest? Well, here's the problem. I uh, I'm going to insert this after in an edit because <laughs> they gave me all the information and I'm looking at the sheet. And I'm going, wait a second. They have not told me how to enter. So you'll see the edit point right here. And that's how you enter. Wow. You I learned a lot. Isn't it crazy? Know. What's that? You actually don't know. Well, there's a there's a specific URL that you have to go to, but they, they gave me the breakdown of all the things that they wanted me to say, and then they didn't say how you can enter. So. You know what's amazing? Adam doesn't know right now, but you watching this, you do know. You already know. That's But weird. I don't know, but I knew, but that's I don't crazy, know. But you don't know. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Steve Dangle. Yes. Are you excited for this weekend? Because we're going to be there too. Uh, a little bit. A little bit? I'm excited to see Matt's. Yeah, we're going to talk to him. That's a thing That's a thing that, uh, you know, you start you start crossing off players who you, yeah. you, you want to talk to, and I've been blessed enough to talk to a lot of guys. Matt Sundin was a guy I never thought I would get to meet. 
because he's never here. Well, and part of part of this deal is we get to interview him. Absolutely. And positively. Uh, so actually something I wanted to start to on our Reddit page. Hashtag ask Matt's. Can I can I tell everybody how to enter and when so I don't have to edit this? Sure. Yeah, whatever, man. All right. So <laughs> June 7th to 10th at the Delta Toronto Hotel. There you go. That's, you can play oh. hockey with all of those wonderful people that well, How do said. you enter them, Jesse? And if you want to enter, you go to leovegas.net slash promotions, and that'll take you right to the page. There you go. Or if you go to leovegas.net, it's right there, and then you hit the link that's next to Matt's face. So leovegas.net. And then right there, there's all the information on what you're going to win, and then you hit enter here, which I'm doing right now, and all you have to do is enter your full name and then your email address and then your mobile phone. Ah, and then you hit, playing on his keyboard right now. <laughs> and then you confirm that you are 19 years of age. <laughs> At least. And then you hit submit. And Jesse is the cat from Instagram that <laughs> typing? <laughs> or the gift cat? So, no, I was actually typing oh, when I was yeah, doing yeah, all yeah, those yeah, things. For sure. That's just, how I type. Just to confirm, I have all the details. Leo Komarov has been traded to Vegas. No. And, uh, no. and they also yeah. sent a net. And they oh, sent a net. A Leo like, Vegas like, net. You know how they say a bag of pucks? Right. Well, you know, where are you going to put if, that bag of pucks? A net. If Leo like, Komarov so. signs in Las Vegas next year and he scores a goal, that's leovegas.net, is it not? A little bit. A little bit. I can't wait for that to happen now. Now we have to cheer for Leo to end up in Vegas so he can score a goal and be LeoVegas.net. Yes. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make Adam so go anyway, we, got, we got lots of like stuff Mets. coming up from this that's super exciting uh, that we'll kind of release. And, and, and by the way, as more NHL alumni are released, we will tell you more about uh, those NHL alumni. We'll tell you who's getting involved and that sort of thing. Did you just, but wait, there's more us? I, I did. I did. Wow. So, and also, I wanted to start this. I was going to talk about this. Hashtag Ask Max. Matt. So, uh, we're going to start a thread on our Reddit page after the show. We want you to tell us the question that you most would like to ask Matt. Now, if somebody else has a question there that's similar to yours, I'd ask that you maybe upvote their question. That's a mm. great suggestion. That right? See, no one will you say that now, yeah, no and it's that. not going to so happen. We're, so basically, we're going to pick three of the questions, and Matt's might just answer one. Why do you wear the number 13? Followed by, I've always wanted to know why you wear the number 13. <laughs> <laughs> Five upvotes, six upvotes. <laughs> Love it. So yeah. Ask Matt's. Something fun. So it was a hashtag Ask Matt's on the uh, Steve Dangle Reddit page. Steve Dangle. You yes. wanted to take the actual. You wanted to take us in a direction. Well, no, I just want. I just. I forgot that we had to do this off the top, and I was like, "Oh, I got a jovial little thing that happened to me on the way here." Let's let's hear about it. I don't know. Okay, so I uh, I get in the car mm-hmm. after after getting some coffee, and I and I program starting to program my music mm-hmm. in in the parking lot because I I don't want to do that while driving because it's illegal. And uh, these these two girls, I, I hear them outside of my car, and they're and I, I see them. They're pointing at me. They're pointing at me, and they're like waving at me. And then they're giving me this. They're giving me the the pinky and the thumb, and they're, the gnarly. And, yeah, but they're holding it up to their mouth, which in uh, road rage terms means, "What are you drunk?" And so I'm. But like, you were parked. Yeah, I was no, like, I, I thought they were like, you got your drink on top of your car, which is what they were trying to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I guess. <laughs> coffee on top of my car. And I said, thank you, ladies, and then I put it in my <laughs> car and came here. It would have been so much better if you'd been like, yeah, gnarly dudes, and then yeah, like, gnarly like, drove away. <laughs> That's where I thought it was going. <laughs> I hoped it yeah. was brown coffee all over the windshield <laughs> and just cool. Steve and like, did. No. 
fumbled picking up his coffee as we were getting out of his car. Oh, today. and then I did end up dropping it. Yeah, on he my did lap, drop yes. it. <laughs> oh, oh, the so coffee. That particular wet? coffee was no, meant okay. to be dropped. Oh, okay. It was only a little. But I drank just, most of it. He basically he picked it up and went, oh, blah, 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 blah. and uh, that's that's and then it's like gone pantaloons. Oh, it's gone. I drank it. Oh, okay. I drank it. I am mm, fully I caffeinated. Also, should we point out my old man pillow that I'm that I have behind me? All the listeners will know. That, that you have a pillow that there. That is a pillow behind there. And now they do. G- glad that you pointed that out. Can we talk about the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets? Yeah, sure. Uh, can we sport. talk about the fact that... This is the wrong sport. They are... I know. <laughs> uh, can we talk about the fact that they are up one nothing? They are three wins away Isn't from the Stanley nothing? Cup. What? In the series, Steve. I thought it was two nothing in the series. No, they've only they've literally only played one game on Saturday. Oh no, wait, sorry, it's the Caps. My bad. Yep. My bad. Lost track. (laughs) My bad. My bad. No, that's cool. No, but the Jets beat them so bad that I thought it was two (laughs) nothing. You see, you see, I got you. I got you. With a little help from the referees, apparently. Now, what? Okay, so do we think that? Is that what we think? Ah, no. What was the final score? What was the final score of that game? Uh, I know the Jets were up three nothing, four two. Okay, well, maybe then. Maybe, because we were just talking on the way in, uh, you know, I was catching up, I was doing a little bit of catch, uh, catch up, what, what, I, don't know if I forget the name of the term, anyway, I was catching up! <laughs> doing a little bit of catch up seemed fine to me, a little bit of catch really up, sure and then I ruined yourself. it. <sighs> the, uh, it's going well. The goalie interference challenge on the 3 nothing goal. <laughs> the goalie interference challenge on the 3 nothing goal. Uh, I thought it was 2 nothing. It was on the 3 nothing goal! I thought it, I thought it should have been 2 nothing, Adam, because I don't think it should have counted. Why? Because we've seen that goal happen many times, and it wasn't a goal. I asked on Twitter, I go, can we get that goal next to the Zach Hyman no goal from, I think it was Game 5 against Boston, please? Please. Mm-hmm. Can we get that? So, Joel Armia is going through the crease. He's well in the blue paint. Every inch of him is in the blue paint, and he put himself there. There's a little bit of jostling in front of the net, but he wasn't, like, in the white paint, shoved into the blue. He put himself there. The pa- uh, the pass goes into the slot, goes into the crease, off his skate, and in, while he's making contact with Marc-Andre Fleury. Now, Craig Simpson, I think it was, on the broadcast, made a great point where he said, I actually think that should be a goal. Like, he said it should... He doesn't understand why the rules say that shouldn't count. But he said repeatedly, there's no way they're going to... So he believes it's a hockey goal, but he also believes that the rules would state that it isn't. Yeah, so the ref, like, emphatically, no goal, no goal, right away, right away. And so there needs to be conclusive evidence, which, that's gone, by the way. Is that done, where the ref's call is a tie break? I feel like that's totally done. I thought it now all rested on that one, one or two people well, that are in that are in Toronto. So then it's literally done. But uh, no, it was a four or five minute review, and they said it was a good goal. And I go j- just to make it all fair. There was the call that went against the Leafs, the Zach Hyman goal, mm-hmm. and it looked pretty much the same to me. And then there was the call that went in the Leafs' favor, the Brian Dumoulin goal when the Leafs were running the Penguin show, and the Penguins ended up almost coming back, and they could have come back had this Brian Dumoulin goal counted. It was just guys going through the crease. They make incidental contact, and two of them weren't a goal, and this one was. And I guess I don't understand. Um, what we, what I was talking about with, I'm trying to remember if it was the controversial Austin Matthews no goal 
Yes, it was. Because that was Bernier and Nett. And the whole issue was, yes, there was contact being made with him, but he had no chance of making the save. He didn't even know where the puck was. Mm-hmm. He didn't know. Mm-hmm. He had no chance of making the save. Uh, I don't remember where I was going with that. <laughs> Sorry. I completely lost track. Well, I mean, you were talking about Dumoulin. You were talking about Bernier. You were talking about yeah. goals that should count and goals where that shouldn't. Where was I going with that? I don't know. I honestly don't remember. That's cool, man. That. That's great. No, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. You seem like you were winding up I, for something. I good know, and I completely it spaced. <laughs> okay. I completely spaced. Wow. I've actually. Lo- so I don't know where I am right now. It wasn't. So what you're saying a is goal should by no. rule. Yeah, I think it should absolutely Count. be a goal, but by rule, hell no. Hell by, no. Okay. Like based on precedent this season, based on the Matthews no goal, the Hyman no goal, and the Dumoulin no goal. And there's okay. no way that's a goal. The Maybe that's where no I was going. Okay, but then you can't be upset at at it. Because sure they, can. they got the hockey no. play correct. Get the rules. Get the yeah, rules but, correct. Mm, you kind of throw out all the rules at the playoff in the playoffs. But then you shouldn't. That, <laughs> no. Now, we, talk, words, now we, we get back to hockey's stupid. <laughs> yes. We all know that. And so am I because I spice. There's no rules in the playoffs. Two goalies in net. Yep. <laughs> Why not? I mean, what's the, the puck di- is a hot dog. What is the difference? The Penguins would have won. <laughs> the puck is a hot dog. <laughs> or, yeah, do you put Phil Kessel in net? I they mean, win. Maybe. How is Matt Murray at forward? I don't know. So no. you can't be upset at the end result. Sure I can. You Enforce sh- the rules. Oh, so are you on the side of, hey, this is an important game. Let's lean on the hockey call instead of let's go and actually play by the rules. Which side do you fall on? I follow, this is still the 17-18 season. Mm-hmm. And in the 17-18 season, that's not a goal. So you think they should have just foregone the correct logic the logical thing where it's a goal because it's a hockey goal and just call it by the book. I'm you with, know, I, I, changed, I wouldn't. We've already changed one rule mid season because of Brad Marchand. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess you're right. Why not? Like, I mean, ultimately, <laughs> no, you can't get that mad. Mm-hmm. Because, like, as a, like, I don't care. Oh, yeah. uh, and if that is a goal next year going forward for be. every team, mm-hmm. great. But this season. It's not a goal. The problem it's is, like, dude, I get what you're saying. It's the inconsistency. Yeah. Buffalo Sabres fans will tell you, hmm, this seems familiar. Dude, your, your toenail is, you breathe in the crease in 99. It's no goal. If your foot is anywhere near the blue paint, it's not a goal. And yet, and they did that all season. They just didn't want to pick the confetti up off the ice. That's they why they. Get, <laughs> that's all they. That's they, the reason they, they picked stars one the goal that season where they're like, and that one's fine. And it was the Stanley Cup deciding goal. I don't know why we always have the discussion where we go. Imagine if it decides the cup happened less than twenty years ago. Don Cherry actually said, and I remember this in like the second round. He said, "This rule is so stupid that just just because this is going to happen." It will be the Stanley Cup winning goal, and it will, and they'll have so to decide fair, what to do. And he's absolutely right. Buffalo would have to come back and win Game Seven, and they wouldn't have done that. What? How do you know? I know. I, I, they're Buffalo. Oh, you know what, Jesse? Fair point, but that one goal shouldn't have counted. I don't know. You know what I mean? It sounds it like it was a goal to me. It would have just prolonged the game. Mm-hmm. Yes, but you are right. Mm-hmm. Hashik yeah. was unbelievable that year, though, and he, he had just come off winning a gold medal the year before. Yeah. He was unbelievable. Imagine if they enforced the rules. <laughs> now, now, Jets fans who think I'm just picking on the Jets, uh, the uh, no, you're picking Neal- on the NHL. Well, the James Neal and Toby Enstrom, they they the the hit, they kept calling it clean over and over again, 
And I'm looking at the hit, and I'm like, neither of his skates are on the ice (laughs) before he makes contact. He flew into that hit, and he completely smashed him. Um, It's, I mean, it's it was close to clean, but it wasn't clean. I think I think the reason we're not all in an uproar about it is because he didn't make contact with the head. Right. But Enstrom, I think, did he miss the rest of the game? He was hurt. Mm -hmm. He was definitely winded. Well, uh, I didn't know. It it makes you kind of wonder how um, going into that. I think. You know, any game in the playoffs is pivotal, but I think really game two here is going to be pivotal. I think it's going to really decide how oh, yeah. the rest of this series goes because you, you, game one, you can have a bad game. You, in fact, you can have a bad game too. too. Look at what Washington did in the in uh, the first round against Columbus. But I feel like we're really going to get a sense of where Vegas stands against the Jets, and it should be by logic nowhere. But we said that against the entire NHL this year, and here they are. So. We'll, we'll see, but four two is not a not a huge. I mean, Vegas court, scored a couple, made it close. Um, I wonder if Vegas doesn't come out here and and sneak game two away. Well, and if they do, then it's the Jets who are in trouble, right? Because they're the ones with home ice advantage. You know, you win game one at home. Well, yeah, you're supposed to. Now game two, you got it. You need to go into Vegas, I think, with a two nothing lead. Mm-hmm. The Jets, the Jets are the juggernaut, man. They can do it. That's a scary team. Teams They're so scary. In the conference final with a 2 nothing lead, since they have the conference format, are 39-2. and two. Woo! <laughs> who are so, the two? Wow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who those two chokers are, but... Wow. And teams on the road, this is for the Caps fans, mm-hmm. teams on the road who take a 2 nothing lead in the conference finals are 12-0. So oh lost. my God, they're going to lose now. So wow. they can either be oh the one God. or they just keep up history. We'll see. That's amazing. I liked uh, Sid's little theory about how uh, basically there's nothing else on Ovechkin's mind mm-hmm. except for this Stanley Cup race because of the... Uh, what was his logic again? It was something about the Olympics. Mm. Yeah, because uh, I, it's he related it to Russia winning the Olympics and like him not being there, so now this is just is all his focus. Yeah, it's, it it's, bugged him. That was it. They yeah. finally win, and he wasn't. They finally there for win, it. and he didn't, and he wasn't there for it. I yes. forgot they won. Yeah. Oh, dude. that's how little attention. Who'd I they beat? No idea. Who they beat? Germany. Germany. Oh yeah. They, who eliminated Canada? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think so. But I don't remember or yeah. care. But I think I think he's <laughs> right. I think Ovechkin's just playing free, and I think he's just loose, and it looks like he's having fun, even though it's like the highest pressure situation he's ever been in his entire life. I think it was, but he's just goofy, uh, goofy Ovi, and Dim- it's awesome. Dmitry Filipovich, I think, tweeted, uh, maybe it was Nicholas Backstrom holding him back all these years. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's another thing. Tampa has got to feel super screwed. Not only did you lose both of your first two games at home, dude, it's like when the Leafs. Oh, I when hate, when I hate Bergeron wasn't in, that was the that moment. Game. You're back. You're back in the series. Oh, crying out loud! That was your moment. You tie the damn thing up two two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably win the series, dude. The, the, uh, the Washington series is shocking because it really is shocking because Tampa. I, I you can forgive one bad game, but two bad games. Well, in Tampa, or are they mm-hmm. that bad? Or is, or is Washington just playing them really well? You know, we're talking about this these controversial goals. Tampa took the lead over some shenanigans again. There's shenanigans. The the puck comes from behind the net, hits Victor Hedman in the face. He tried to catch it, completely whiffed. Uh-huh. And I think it was T.J. Oshie getting the two yeah. minutes for high sticking call. Dude, like what I don't understand is the like the broadcast. 
knew it was the wrong call 10 seconds after it happened. Mm-hmm. 15 seconds after it happened. You can't, like, we're, we're not slowing the game down. You skate over to the table and go, hey, was I wrong on that? And they go, yes, for sure. Like, we're not talking about... Yeah, not hard. Did you, you know, was that actually slashing? Was that actually hooking? It's as simple... He wasn't hit I think, by the stick. I think that's a dangerous territory if you start doing that uh. with penalties. Because then, then everybody's like, oh, if you just look at the TV and then you go back and you change everything... I don't know. Well, Jesse, what we talked about with the Joel Armia goal is do we want to get it right? Do mm-hmm. we want to have the result that is the true result? But do we want the TV affecting penalty calls that are subjective? There's there's no subjective about it. He wasn't hit by the stick. Yeah, but that's that's such a rare instance. I think if you uh, if you implement it, it there, it actually, it happened to Hedman uh, earlier this year. It did. You remember when he? It was. I'm trying to remember who it was. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, who it was it, it's happened but to the Leafs the at least time. three or four times. Yeah. Over the past two seasons, and one time it did get reversed. Actually. Oh yeah. Remember, I'm trying to remember. It might have even been against the Lightning. It was either Matt Hunwick or Roman Polak. There was they got a high sticking call. I think it was even a four minute high sticking call because the guy was bleeding. It wasn't their stick. Mm-hmm. It was someone else's stick. I want to say it was Hunwick. Or was it Pole? It was one of those two. It was one of those two. And they reversed it. Why? They saw footage and knew it was the wrong call. Oh, you know what it was? They looked right up at the Jumbotron. So you know what? I think if your home video crew is on the ball enough, that should be like part of it. Like, no, okay, you got to get the footage up on the screen fast enough. And oh, oh, and the ref sees it. No call. So it was... Oh, but it was in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Last round, April 30th. That's last round, right? Or that's not the regular season. April 30th? No, no, dude, that was last round. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. last round. So last like round, ago. <laughs> yeah, Hedman hit his own stick in his face, and it looked like Pasternak's stick came up, and yeah. he got four minutes. It was four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that was the other incident. That's a shame. That, that happens all the time. I think that happened with Rick Nash in Toronto, in the Toronto series, too. Um, like, I think he... he he I, and I know Toronto sold calls too, but he sold a call right up the river, and the ref bought, 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 bought. So it was amazing. Uh, Boston was complaining about calls in the Toronto series, and we we're like, "Oh, really?" And then Boston goes into the Tampa series, and they complain about those calls, and we go, "Oh, really?" And now I saw a sign that was two Tampa fans holding up. Uh, it was like an iPhone, and it said "Miss Call, Miss Call, Miss Call, Ref, Miss Call, Miss Call" against the Caps. And Boston fans are like, "You gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> well, everybody's got their their. Everybody thinks that they're getting screwed. So whoever everybody. wins this series, uh, based on the sign, it's going to be the Caps that win this series, and then they're going to go and, and play complain. whoever. Yeah, whoever wins the Western Conference, and they're going to be like, "What? <laughs> You're joking!" It's going to be great. Can't wait. Do you think Washington really has what it takes to close this series down? Dude, yes. It, or is this going to be a Columbus, a Columbus in, a versus Washington? Definitely could be. It would now Washington like, where is finally. Tampa? Where is Tampa? Yeah, they haven't shown up yet. It's weird. But well, mm, it's not weird though because I think this is what happens as deep as you go in the playoffs. Remember, Tyler Johnson was unbelievable, and then it was like, "Where's Tyler Johnson?" Mm. Oh, broken wrist. You know, uh, the Canucks in 2011, Ryan Kessler beats Nashville on his own in the second round. Finals come. Where's Ryan Kessler? Half dead. You know, where's Patrice Bergeron? Punctured lung. You know, I I bet there's 
crazy things going up and down that roster that we don't know mm-hmm. about. They just played Boston. You know, who knows? Who knows? You get stick somewhere, you fall awkwardly. Someone licks you. Someone licks you. <laughs> you get you get the herps. It's, it's wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not that you're naming names or anything. No, no, never. <laughs> Jesse. Allegedly, Jesse Blake, who said that? I can't believe oh <laughs> Adam Wild. Adam Wow did not say that. <laughs> did not say that. Did Adam sounds down. six inches taller. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. No, but it, it's the playoffs. You know, if if you're in the third round and you're like, but where'd they go? They just disappeared out of nowhere. Well, odds are it's injuries. It might be the long layoff. Never. Oh, might be. But I, I don't know. I, I gotta imagine. It's I feel bad for Adam. When your second favorite team doesn't, yeah, I know, man, you know? this is a tough playoffs. I've actually been like sort of rooting for Washington though, because it's kind of like, yeah. how do you not, how do you not cheer for that? Because it's kind of funny, but also if they do choke, it would be the first time ever they finally make it. Oh, if the first caps. time in like twenty years, and it would be the first time ever. Yeah, for a team to up two zero on in the road, the conference finals on the road, they would be the first team to ever choke. Unbelievable, and also where's Tampa? I mean, Vasilevsky scored on himself. Like it's also yes. a little bit of bad luck. Yeah, Pete, ba- Pete Blackburn had a great tweet great about tweet. how this is an NHL eighteen goal where the goalie <laughs> tries to stick poke and it goes in on himself. I hate and that. it was so and true. Throw, and you throw the controller. It was the screen. so true. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's just. Fascinating to me that Washington could be up like this. There's no way in ever. I, I at most I'd be like one one. Has to be one one. At most, like again, talking before the series, and I think I even said because the Capitals were kicking the crap out of Tampa, and like mid that game, knowing they were losing, Jesse and I were still like, nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Caps are losing this. Tampa's winning. Yeah. You're the only one who I think said you said Caps Vegas. You're yeah. you're Mr. Fun. Yeah, I did want We're that. the party poopers over here who are like, no, the two better teams are gonna win. But <laughs> logic. Oh sir. sports guys. Uh, I guess trusted <laughs> hockey sportsmen. So far we're wrong. Trusted prediction men. So far we're wrong. Uh, one By thing, the way, I am not that. One thing um that the Caps have had consistently over their playoff runs, which is kind of shocking because they keep losing, but Brayden Holtby has been amazing. In the last five playoffs, he went 9-22, 9-44, 9-42, and then last year he kind of slipped because of all those crazy games versus the least. He was 9-09, and this year is a 9-26. And yet, people were saying yet, after last year, oh, I think it's time to question Braden Holtby. And he got pulled twice already? He didn't play? Dude, he, he like, the back half of the season, he practically lost his he job. He wasn't the starter. To Philip Grubauer. But he's been amazing in the playoffs. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. And I think a few podcasts ago, we were like, man... If you have a 940 goalie, you know, how do you get eliminated? Dude, Braden Holby was 940 plus back to back years. And the Caps got eliminated by the Penguins. <laughs> that's nuts. And they had. Yeah, that's Look, nuts. Last well, last year, year they I mean, were stacked. game seven, Caps got freaking shut out. They were stacked. Yep. They've been stacked for like years. And it's finally coming together, and it's kind of cool. Wow. It kinda is cool, cool to see. watch. It, it definitely is. But you and never know. It shows you the randomness of hockey, too, mm-hmm. right? But I also, I truly believe they're playing without pressure. I keep saying it every episode. Mm-hmm. They're just they're just having fun now. I feel bad that the Caps have to play with the pressure of, like, okay, they have no pressure, but maybe fans, I guess, have to live with the pressure of this has literally never happened before. Like, if Tampa They've were to come the finals, back. though. But, no, no, it's never happened before that oh, a, yeah. a team has come back from this. But if you were to tell me Tampa came back from this, I'd be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't even shock me. It wouldn't even surprise me. Mm-hmm. They were the favorite going in, 
And hockey's been kind of nuts this year. Yeah, it has. I feel like it's been uh, a weird year. Yeah, it's upsets an understatement are expected when the expansion team is in the conference final. Yeah, yeah, really. You know? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's a wacky year. You know what's interesting? I was thinking about this the other day, and and you know everybody talks about legacy, especially when it comes to LeBron. They would talk about LeBron's legacy. Well, is he better than Michael Jordan? He's got more points, more more assists, more this, more that, more that, more points, and get in the playoffs, more finals appearances, whatever. But he doesn't have six championships like Michael. He's only got three. He's been in the championship games seven years running. And he's a few games away from doing it again, which is insane. Well. But with Ovechkin, kind of like with LeBron, there's this, uh, and Phil Mickelson had this for years in golf, um, but more on the team game side, it's almost like the entire city of Washington, the fans and the rest of the players that have played on the team, carry the fact that he hasn't won the cup as their pressure point. Do you know what I mean? Because last year, really, would the Caps really have this much pressure on them if Ovechkin wasn't playing and it was more by committee? Like, look at look at Nashville. Mm-hmm. Nashville does not have an Alexander Ovechkin. They've got a lot of great players. Yes. But they don't I have one of those saying. generational Sidney Crosby one year, Alexander Ovechkin the next year, draft picks. And you could they, argue they Subban, usually get to the second round. Yeah, you could argue Subban, but he's not a forward. Yeah, little, little and nobody's looking at Subban and going, "Well, he won't be great." For some reason, nobody's looking at Subban and going, "He's he's well, he's not great because he's never won a cup." Subban isn't to defensemen what Ovechkin is to forwards, fair or wingers. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, he's he's perennial all star, but he's not first ballot Hall of Famer like Ovechkin, right? Which I think is what you're saying. I think so. I yeah. mean, he might be one day. Uh, yeah. d- depends on his class, but um, I see. Feel there's like, no might with Ovechkin. Yeah, no, it, he yeah. is. He is, and he's scoring at an unbelievable rate. I just find it funny that the entire city of Washington, for years, has carried his burden of he's really great, so he better win a cup. Otherwise, we won't really consider him great anymore. I find that really funny, and I I feel like it's a bit strange that there's this odd thing that's developed, like Marcel Dion. Another guy, great hockey player who never won a cup. Marcel Dion, back in the day, too, when, you know, nobody's watching a a Los Angeles Kings national game because it didn't exist. Um, You know, you can argue that both of those things worked against him. But I doubt very much that anybody would say Marcel Dion was not a great first ballot NHLer, or Hall of Famer, that is, because he never won a cup. But people will make that argument in this day and age about Alexander Ovechkin, and I find that very strange. I think there's a a, a bit of a Sid factor. Right. Uh, a bit of a Penguins factor. I mean, your number one rival. It's And by the dude, way, completely made up. It, it completely made up, but it was marketed that way for the better part of a decade. Sid versus Ovi, Sid versus Ovi, Sid versus Ovi. And we're like a decade and a half into it now. And it's Sid 3, Ovi 0. Which is totally unfair, and there's a thousand other ways to look at it. But most fans, I think most casual fans, will look at it as 3-0. I was thinking about if the Capitals win, Penguins fans can still go, yeah, well, 3-1. They will. And they will. They absolutely will. And they will, and it it won't take the cup away from the Caps, and it won't make it so that the Caps didn't eliminate the Penguins this year. But that is what they'll say. And some... There's some right now going, I would never, but who, me? <laughs> I would never be so indignant on Twitter.com. Um, no, but that's that's how they'll always be compared. If, like, let's say the Montreal Canadiens, for example, or the Ottawa Senators, more realistic, they just went to the conference final last year. The Senators put together a run. Wait, who was the first team you said? Montreal Canadiens. 
I think it's way more real than Canadians. Canadians, well, because they've had eh, either of them. They've both been deep. <laughs> okay. In relatively recent memory, if they put together a run where they win cups, there's going to be a comparison to the Leafs a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little different because the Leafs have sucked for so long. That's why I hope Montreal yeah. and Ottawa continue to be as dysfunctional as they have been, so we don't have to worry about there's that. There's no real parallel for the Leafs, so it's difficult, but with Washington and Pittsburgh, it was two players whose legacies were permanently married to each other. Back-to-back years drafted. Sid Ovechkin, rookie years the same year, though. And Ovi Ovi wins. First overall, second overall, Ovi wins. So that was the win in year one. Neither team makes the playoffs. You're tied there. Who won the Calder? Ovi. Point Ovi. Ovi wins the rookie year. Crosby maybe, I think he maybe had some records or whatever. Point Ovi first year. Who made the playoffs first? I think they both made the playoffs same year. Who won the series first? I think it was Ovi. Point Ovi. Penguins make it to the Stanley Cup final first. All right. But they lose. But they lose. So some of you will look at that as a tie. Some of you will look at it as point Penguins. The second the Penguins win the cup, the score the scoreboard is wiped. Wipe the entire thing clean. It's one nothing Crosby. No matter what points, whatever you were looking at before, it's one nothing. And then they start playing each other in the playoffs. Yeah. The Leafs never had that. Like, the closest thing is you could argue McDavid. You could argue Line A. People are trying to make something out of that. I don't really feel like there's anything. I don't, it's, no. you know what, it's almost, how do you compare Sid and Ovi, really? They play different positions. But it was Sid and Ovi. If you tell people it's Sid versus Ovi for long enough, they start to believe it. And I mean, in sports, dude, if we started this podcast in 05, 06, that's what we would have been paying attention to. Yep. Sid versus Ovi. Uh, and then Tim the next year in 06, 07, yeah. Jeez. Crosby oh, how's did, Alex Steen doing? Crosby did make the playoffs before Ovi. Just so. Just correct, you your, correct your timeline. One nothing already. He was already up. One nothing. You know? It's. Yeah, who's going to get into the hall first? (laughs) (laughs) I think they get one the same year. One retires before the other? Are they going to be able to retire in different years? I don't think they're allowed. I don't think the universe will allow it. I don't care if one's older than the other. The universe will not allow one to retire before the other. they got to retire same year, same night, against each other. Oh, Whoever's making the uh, schedule in, like, 2027. (laughs) Whenever they decide. Yeah, better be ready. That's weird. We're less than 10 years away. We're less than a decade away, I think, from the end of those two. This might be, this could be like the peak pinnacle couple of years and that's it. And then they might go down. Who knows? We do don't know. Do they still feel new? No. Or do they feel old? Those guys? Mid. Yeah. I feel that I think they're mid. No, they're old. They're 30, right? No, they're old. Look There's at the gray. no way they're Look old. Look at the gray hair on Ovechkin. He does have gray hair. He actually, he's, he's getting better with age, that guy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's figured out the his hair finally. Mm-hmm. He's, well, he became a student of the game. He, yeah. <laughs> uh, but even Cavs fans, can, can we can, we, Ovi had bad hair for a while. The gray is But he has, he has cleaned it up, and man, I was like, wow, handsome dude. Also, I think across pro sports, once you hit 30, you're on the old side. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And so. he's what, 31? 32. 32, yeah. and oh, Crosby's 31? 30? Uh, I think younger? he's going to turn 31. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah so he's about to turn down- 31 in August. You could say they're on the downside. More than a decade in. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming to an end. He was born on 8787. Is it, was he really? Universe is ridiculous. Yeah. August 7th, 1987. And that's why his number is 87? Mm hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. And look at his cap hit. No. What if, what if the number came first? 
What if he was 87 before and then he the was born? Was and then, he was yeah. born with a scar like er, he had a scar like <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter was not born with it. I'm sorry. Maybe it's maybe. Very important. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm glad you read those books now because those references are coming in hot and heavy. Oh, I love them. <laughs> I love them. SL's still not done. And so I'm like talking to her friends like behind her back. What did you think of Azkaban? <laughs> and she needs to finish. She needs to finish. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Jesse, what? No, I was going to ask a fantasy question, but it doesn't matter. I was going to say, what if you swapped Backstrom and Malkin at some point? And then who, <laughs> Dude, who, we who, did who, that. Yeah, we did that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we literally did that. <laughs> did we, we did really? that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. There's a YouTube video. You can go watch it. Yeah. Oh, uh, our discussion <laughs> last show, I think it was, of who gets the cup first on each team and who passes it to, I made an article out of it today. I saw it. It was very nice. Give a little shout out. So with Vegas, Vegas is the only one that's like weird because they don't have a captain. So I want to expand on what I said. I want it to be Derek Engelin first, Marc-Andre Fleury second, mm. then they pass it to Gerard Gallant third. Oh, Florida, just turn the knife. You know what would be great? And then is Tom Parashka. Is if they brought <laughs> if they brought a taxi to the arena and drove it on the ice. Oh. And then had Gerard Gallant drive around the ice. If they on it. brought a taxi, <laughs> Gary Bedman gets out, <laughs> or just paint paint one of the Zambonis like a taxi, and then just go around the ice with the with, you know Vegas is at home. They've won the cup, and just Gerard Gallant going around in a taxi. Oh my god, man, that would have been with a wild cat on <laughs> on the on the roof. That would have been such a good gimmick if the Jets lost and the Preds won, because oh. the Preds always have the smash car. Out front, oh, dude, so make it a, a cab. <laughs> oh, that would have been funny. I'm <laughs> sure, I'm sure it's did. a smash jet right now. Oh, it's a smash jet. Yeah, they swatched that. It wasn't and a jet, that was like thrash- a biplane. <laughs> and they put the Thrasher's logo on it, yeah. yeah. They've like, been smashing it. It's pretty they awesome. They could have got creative. They could have got a cab. Oh, that would have been great. Well, say la vie. Sorry, Nashville. Winnipeg deserved to beat them. I mean, geez, I watched Game 7. They were not. It wasn't close. No, it wasn't. It wasn't um, so... Another thing that happened, uh, and it was released today, and it was at the other network, but uh, Mike Babcock had a big sit-down. Yeah, I want to ask about that. Yeah. Um, a few things came up. He Are his legs about, okay? Uh, Mike's legs? Yeah, during his big sit-down. <laughs> Sounds like it hurts. Well, it was no small sit-down, that's for sure. No Sitting good. down um, does hurt. Mm. Uh, Especially if it's a big one. He also was wearing shorts and tanning his legs, which okay. I thought was great. Of course. Shorts and sandals. They had their uh, Humboldt uh, <laughs> ribbons on. Do you, did you know that Mike Babcock is into health? <laughs> Might be just a little bit. Just every second presser, he's drenched in sweat, and he's just been running around the Air Canada Center, almost bowled you over that one time. Takes a sip of his coconut water, you know, because electrolytes, and hurry, right, what's, what's that? What's next? Let's he's go. in health, for sure. He's, he's also into, he wants the Leafs management to stay together. He's talking about uh, Detroit, and he, they were talking about a conversation that he had with uh, whether or not to keep Hashik. He wants Lou Lamorello to stay. He wants Mark Hunter to stay. He has a lot of respect for Kyle Dubas. I think it was kind of important for him to come out with that, so all this all this shenaniganery about Mike Babcock will never t- talk to Mike, Kyle Dubas. He was talking to him basically every day. Yeah. Now. No, that's weird, right? Yeah, that'd be weird. Coach talking to management. Yeah, really. Um, he also said he and Matthews had a really great meeting at Austin's house. And he said that he probably wouldn't have gone there if the media hadn't made something out of it. And, you know, Nick Kiprios did, did cause a storm when he said mm-hmm. it. And he said, you know what, I'll pro- I would have probably just gone out for a beer with him and got a coffee. But he's like, it was good to go to his house. I got a really nice glass of wine. We talked. Like, it was great. And uh, Friedman made a great point in uh, 31 Thoughts 
two days ago, I think it was. It was very recent, yeah. Yeah, um, he said that there was another player who was in a similar situation, and the coach was like, okay, I'm going to let it breathe. And by the time he had reached out to the player, it was too late because all in his head, he was just reading all the media stuff, and it just it just festered. And he was oh. like, by the time he got to him, it was, he was like, the relationship's done. So he was like, he was congratulating Babcock and being like, taking the initiative and going down there and talking to Matthew. Matthew's so quick. So yeah, I thought well, that was a great well, point by Friedman. The thing is, is that when you're alone and, you, and you're stewing on something, you start to come up with crazy-ass ideas. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you start to resent people. Yeah. I've done it enough times. Man, I tweeted about it last week. You're having an argument? Dude, I, yeah, I burned yourself? my lunch because I was having a hypothetical th- argument with someone I've never met. It was and all I, just in your head. It was all in guess. my head, Let me and guess. all the things they said were never said. Let me guess. <laughs> no. Let me guess. Twitter? Oh, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. You bet. And someone tweeted me, they're like, oh, man, they got in your head. And I'm like, no, they don't know that no. I'm even having this discussion. <laughs> no. And also, I was remembering something that they said, ye- like, literally years ago. And I burned my lunch because I was so preoccupied. I don't remember. It was burned. Wow. So I couldn't eat it. Wow. Anyway, so I was just staring at lunch. the stove. You ever look at something but not look at something? Yep. Yeah. Just staring at the stove. Yeah. It happens in this room regularly. I get that stare huh? all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so Leo Komarov is going to, to Vegas, Vegas to pop to one of the LeoVegas.net. And also yeah. that goal in Winnipeg, Vegas, Colorado, <laughs> Toronto, Matthews. What was I talking about? <laughs> I'm so embarrassed I did that. Um... So that was that was an interesting kind of thing, but he, you know, Mike Babcock did make reference to the fact that you know that you know Darren Drager said like, listen, there's defensive issues and whatever, and and Mike said, well, we've got quote was more coming, I believe in reference to the D, hmm. but nothing announced. Yet. <laughs> he referenced the D. Ah, hey. More coming. <laughs> Referencing the D. The D. Mark is coming. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, they're going to sign some free agents out of out of uh, it seems like free free agents out of um, Europe, as they should. Mm-hmm. Market efficiency, whatever. But it it what I don't hear and Mike Babcock when when he's going somewhere, he usually kind of hints at something. Like he he'll normally like I feel like if they were going to make a big splash or if that was part of the plan, he'd be like, "Well, we're going to take a big dip this summer and yeah. uh, see what we can do. We're going to take a swing." For such a secretive organization, like since coming to the Leafs, he's pretty open. There's no Mike Babcock is not subtle. No, he clubs you over the head with information and what he wants. And people are like, "Ooh, ah, I wonder what he means." Yeah, and it's, it's pretty much what he says. It's like Shakespeare going, "This apple is green." And all right, everyone, take out your textbook on his great. <laughs> Play, this apple is green. <laughs> what do we think he meant by this apple is green? I meant the apple is green. Yeah, no. Babcock wants something. <laughs> Don't make fun of that. There are entire university courses built o- around analyzing if the apple right. is green. Well, it's too bad well, all of it was written by Christopher Marlowe anyway. Y- yeah. You know, there's actually a Christopher Marlowe Society. No, I don't know what you're talking about. So Christopher Marlowe was another playwright at the time. Let's do this. This is my new favorite segment. Of course, Adam knows this. (laughs) All right. So the the it's kind of like flat Earth theory, but basically the idea is Christopher Marlowe and William Shakespeare were friends at the same time, and they were both playwrights. And you know, I think Shakespeare was, um, I think he was starving, and I think apparently Christopher Marlowe like gave him a play or something like that, and that's how. How he, that's the theory anyway. And, and Shakespeare actually, wrote none of it. That's what they're saying. That's what people say. All of them. Like none of the plays, not Twelfth Night, not Hamlet, not any of them. 
And it, what, yeah, yeah, it's kind of nuts. Now, there are people who claim that they have historical reasons to think this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're true or not. I don't think they are. I would love to mm-hmm. know, I would love to pick apart, I would love to talk to separate conspiracy theorists. Like, I want to talk to someone, I want to have a list of like a dozen conspiracy theories and sit down with someone who staunchly believes in each one of them. Well, I saw one come up the other day on my Facebook because there's a person on my Facebook who legitimately believes that there are lizard people. Okay. Uh, which is an Alex Jones thing. Uh, so he it's believes... A, it's a Lots of crazy people. Yeah, think, like yeah. An Ill- like the Illuminati lizards that are taking over the world and mm. they've taken over the Democratic Party. Like, like I want to know who thinks the Illuminati is real, but who's like, the lizards are ridiculous, guys. I want to know who thinks the dinosaurs are fake. But the flat Earth thing—that's that's insane. I think like, a that's lot of, what I want to do. I think I a lot of people who believe flat Earth would also not believe dinosaurs. No, yeah, but I want to know the ones who draw the line. They're like, whoa, whoa, now that's too crazy. Come on, not enough evidence. What what are you guys well, smoking? Like Ancient Aliens on History Network, which is one of the most entertaining shows out there on History Network. Anyway, <laughs> I love the South Park episode. Kyle Broflovsky of DeVry Institute. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have evidence that there weren't ghosts at the, what was it, the pilgrim dinner? Yeah. What do they call the first Thanksgiving? Uh, I think they just call it the first Thanksgiving. Yeah. The what Last are, Supper. The Last Supper. Don't think so. There's no, no proof go with no. that the Easter Bunny wasn't at. <laughs> yeah. It's a double negative. That's another so you're saying he could be there. We're saying we don't know. Mm-hmm. Can't say for certain. Uh, Thomas Tatar scored a goal tonight to put the Vegas Golden Knights up one nothing. So his five point three million dollar contract is justified. And the first round pick that they paid for him. Yes, and second and third. Mm-hmm. I think. So Why did I, they do that? I had a question about um, the uh, the Dragger Cafe, mm-hmm. even even though it's on the other network. Um, it's a weird way to put out content. I think. Because they just talked about, and like this isn't criticism of this isn't me going Rogers, haha, Bell. Don't put that mic sock in my water. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that? Okay, so if you're Dude, listening, someone needs to- <laughs> Je- Jesse. Dude, just- oh, I can't drink out of it. You know, Jesse just I- took the mic just- sock. Hold on, hold on. This mic. is just soaked in coffee breath <laughs> Jesse from countless took- people, and now it's in my. <laughs> Cover the mic sock off the mic. And put it was I that boring? Water. I don't know. I just saw it. I thought it'd be a fun thing. To do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just know. gonna leave it. You now, should probably take it out. No, you should probably take no, that. Now, out. part of me is just like, how so can no, it get? Well, Steve, we have to throw this away that? now. No, why would I do that? Take it out. Just, and what sucks is I can't ask you to reach your giant ass hand in there. <laughs> oh, okay, oh. so we brought scissors. No, oh, you're gonna oh, cut it. No, just pull it. Put it to the side and then pick it out. Oh, it's the Adam. Two fingers. Adam's no, the dude, smart it, one. How am I gonna? I was really going somewhere. We with should that. figure this out after. What was your story? What was your question about Dregger? <laughs> I should go and pour this out. Steve, what was your question about the Dregger Cafe? You know this. You know what is literally we were, stuck in We there. were doing something here, yeah. and we got distracted. <laughs> and I fucked it up. And you right. fucked it up. Yes, and yes, you yes. let him off the hook. <laughs> Let's get back to the main point, which was your question about Dregger Cafe. It's an interesting way to put out content. Well, it okay, it's not the way I would have done it. So they got this exclusive interview with Babcock uh, because they're at the World Championship in Denmark, mm-hmm. and he's also there because he's going to sit down and talk to Freddie, and no one's freaking out about that for some reason. And uh, so they put out quotes. They put out little snacks. And 
they were juicy enough that we talked about them on the show, mm-hmm. and I saw they were quoted by like Platinum Seat Ghosts and by a bunch of people on Twitter, and mm-hmm. it got people talking. And I, I wanted to listen to the whole thing on the way here, and I couldn't because the whole thing's not out. No, whole thing comes out tonight, like when this podcast comes out. Yeah, and I'm like, are how many people who consume those quotes today are going to be like, yeah, I'm going to listen to the whole thing? No, dude, like. Tease that you have this big interview with Babcock and then release the whole thing and then clip it after. Well, I don't understand why they clipped it before. Uh, I do. You I do? Because uh, they, they clipped three pieces. Isn't it like half an hour long? Something like that. Yeah, so they clipped like five minutes total worth of content. And so That's what they're a try- lot. Okay, fine. That is a lot of content. But what man. they're trying to do is create... Kind of. Hype at the beginning, click, 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 yeah. and then the whole thing comes out, and then you, and then they'll split it off into more clips, and yeah. and then clip, 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 clip. So there, there will be people that want to watch the whole thing. There will be people that don't. So I you mean, think it's all about the so clips? We in, release yes, these clips now and more clips in later. the way that Adam's okay. describing it. Instead of getting the ten minutes of here's everything, here's the clips, here's the full thing. You've dragged this out for like two days now, and you're in the pro, and you're in the eyes of people for this much longer Absolutely. time. Absolutely, and it has you know? been kind of the topic of conversation. I think they've done a good job. And the other thing is, man, uh, the uh, uh, I think. It is, it is sort of answering a lot of the questions that we all wanted answered. So it's interesting that they have it all. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people are going to take the quotes from today and go, ah, good. And then Th- not That's go what back I to wanted it? to hear, and then not go back to it. That would be my concern. Anyway. Interesting. I don't think so. You know if, why? Because the they're going to start is- pumping them out on Twitter tomorrow. They'll clip them all. They'll clip the mm. rest of the interview and say, hey, watch the full thing Are here. you going to go back and... View the whole thing or listen to the whole thing? I probably, eh, the whole thing all at once. I will. Maybe. Maybe. But, but that's the thing. Remember that, like, people who listen to this show. Like, it, um, yeah, sorry. People who listen to this show, we, we, we put out the full show, and then we put out, like, some clips afterwards during the week or whatever. Yeah. And what's Which I think is the way you do it. Yeah. What, what's interesting about that is that in the broadcast world, it's the complete opposite. So it's tease. And it's then tease full first thing. and then full thing. Can you imagine if we tried? If we we were like, "Hey, we recorded a podcast tonight. Here's two minutes." Yeah, people will be like, "What the hell is your problem? Yeah. Just put it out." Yeah. But in the broadcast world, the way they think is, and this is how I run my radio show. It's we got to keep you listening longer. We got to keep you on our website longer. It's TSL time spent listening or time spent using. And so the the idea here is they want to extend, and I don't blame them, the amount of website hits. We don't base our show on website hits. We base our shows on a download mm-hmm. and and people listening and, you know, advertising revenue, right? Yeah. So th- it's a different also way engagement, but yeah. Totally, yada, yeah. Yada, yada, yada. But the, the point is... Getting too meta. The point is, it's, it's, it's uh, I think that they did it, I think they did it the right way because they've, they've kept it the topic of conversation, and you can never lose on Leaf stuff. Mm. And you, well, that one's true. Mm-hmm. You can definitely also, never lose on Leaf stuff. We have a unique audience because people will listen to the whole show. Like, our average listening time is like 45 minutes. I think that's with most podcasts, though. At first, and then they'll Mm. go back and listen to the rest. That's the crazy part. Um, I think they're using a broadcast uh, mindset for digital, and I just don't think it works that way. Mm. I think, like, what I love so much about the podcast is when we put it out, we put out, like, this hour-and-a-half, two-hour thing, what people latch onto, glob onto, you could even say. And, like, what resonates with them. And then I think I see people talking about it. And then we put out the clips and they go, here, this is what I was talking about. 
rather than just mm-hmm. it, it's amazing. YouTube has a feature where you can just share at a certain point. No one uses it. No, no mm. one uses it. Yeah, it's no. We gotta wait until the five minute clip comes out and then you share it. I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Not a criticism, just not the way I would have done it. It's interesting uh-huh. that they're doing it that way. And in terms of will I go back, uh, probably. I will. But sure. um, I took, like, for example, I consumed all the little Kyle Dubas quotes from the day he was named GM, but it took me, like, several days to go back and watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. 2 nothing Vegas, and Eric Halla also hit the uh, post. So, uh, oh, Eric Halla's uh, got to have a game. Winnipeg's getting their shit run right now. Which means they're going to win the game. Yep. <laughs> and that's how the show works. That's how it works. <laughs> so we va- so we jinxed Vegas if that's the case. Are we? Is that possible for us to do that? I don't think so. I think Vegas is so strong that it go- it gets through them. I wrote about it again today. I still my brain is still having difficulty with the fact that they're a team. <laughs> yeah. That their games count. Like whenever a team wins the cup, I feel something. Like, it's, it's not the same as, obviously, if the Leafs were to win something, but, like, when Boston beat Vancouver, I mean, most of Canada wanted Boston to beat Vancouver at the time. I, I was, like, I was a little bit happy. When the Kings won in 2012, I remember going, hey, that's neat. It's Good the for first them. time they won. First time they've ever won. When Chicago won, it was under really interesting circumstances. The whole two goals in 17 seconds thing in 2013. It was their second from 2010, whatever. Uh, Kings win again, whatever. And then who won in 2015? Chicago again. Wow, three and six. Penguins win. Wow, there was that whole story of Phil Kessel getting his first cup. Phil Kessel's the Stanley Cup champion. Uh, CJ wrote this great thing about the Pens won in 2009 and a lot of them thought they would never get back to the promised land. Then the next year they won it again and I go, wow, it's so cool that we're watching them win again even though I'm sad for Nashville so it's you know it's not always positive. This year if Vegas wins, I think I'm just going to stare at the screen and go, what am I watching? Like it's not going to be real. You ever just see something so silly that you don't process it? Like it just doesn't go through your head at all. Yeah, you can be live right in front of you. React to it. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be on a screen. It, it's just it's wacky to me that they're even here. It's wacky to me that they're. I remember the first time the Leafs played them this season. And I was like, this is silly. <laughs> this is silly. Oh, and it's going to the shootout. Hope they win. <laughs> it was so weird. It wasn't really re- uh, real to me until the Leafs lost on New Year's Eve, and I was like, oh, okay, now Vegas. Not, not just lost. Vegas is spanked. slightly real. Oh, Vegas killed them. Killed them. Um, I remember the, probably the only game I remember thinking of Vegas as like an expansion team and real was their first game, which wasn't at home. It was on the road. I think it was against Dallas. Uh, they get just creamed. Like, in terms of uh, shots and possession, and it was just James Neal scoring two goals, Marc-Andre Fleury stealing the show. Mm-hmm. And it was lucky. It was a lucky win, and everyone was just kind of like, isn't that cute? Isn't that cute? They won their first game. Ah, oh, it's so cute that the expansion team won their first game. All right, let's and, forget about them now. And I think that was the last time they were an expansion team to me. Because then they, I think they won their first three games. They won seven out of their first eight. It's It's still... I'm not used to them. There's supposed to be a grace period of like three years of being shite. We don't get that. Here they are. Final four. Four teams left. They're one of them. It's, it's still crazy to me. I don't get it. 
And yet I get it. What's next on the docket? LeoVegas.net. And then the press conference. We just want to quickly mention again. Go to LeoVegas.net. Check out the promotions. Join. Six people are going. You could be one of them. Can you name the players, Steve? Is it only six? Well, there's, sorry, six six people? Is six, oh, well, six winners? Well, they're giving away through, through a whole thing, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I think there will be more. Yeah. Mm, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Without joking, Mario Lemieux. No, sorry, okay. Matt Sundin. Mm-hmm. Curtis Joseph. Yes. Ty Domi. Yes. Thomas Caberlet. Hey! He listens. He listens. Remember, it's weekend of June 7th through 10th. At the Delta Toronto Hotel. Bingo. And you're going to get free hotel. You're going to get free trip here. You're going to get free rental car. You're going to get $500 Dude, to spend. Dude, was giving you the Hockey Hall of Fame VIP tour? Oh, I believe it's Glenn Healy. Yes. And there's someone else. Ah. Who is the other person? Eddie George. Is it not Matt? It is Matt. It is Matt, so it's Glenn Matt's, Matt's. but Glenn Healy. That's pretty Come cool. on, guys. That's pretty cool. I the mean, heel dog? Heel, the heel dog. <laughs> In respect, he'll probably be better at it. He's had a broadcast career. You don't know, Matt's may, maybe Matt's is like undercover amazing at at broadcasting, but he's like I'm so I was so good at hockey, I don't need to. He he just he just won't perform though anymore. Oh, you he also, knows he's amazing, but he won't perform. He's like Eddie Murphy. You like, also he just goes away. Forever. I just don't want you fools to feel bad because I'm so good at this. Well, you also win a private event at Wayne Gretzky's restaurant. I said that, and tickets to a private event with Wayne Gretzky Estates. I think I think Adam Damn. said that. Said, Adam, said Adam, but that. did you mention? That Ty Domi's going to be there? I, I may have. And Curtis him. Joseph? Yep. And Matt Sundin? Yep. And but, other NHL alumni to be announced. Where can you go? So that famous TBA. TBA. TBA, first ballot Hall of Famer. Where can you go to enter? I believe it's leovegas.net, my friend. Ah. Hmm. Ah. It's fabulous. That's right. So it's right on the front page. Hey, uh, let's do the press conference. The presser. S-D-P. The we have the best question press conference. that we've ever had. Oh, boy. Steve, can I dunk this windsock in your water? It's a question. For sure. It's a thinker. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, great. Is rainbow weather? (laughs) 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 It is not legal yet! It's not legal yet! No, but rainbow... Stop what you're doing! That's from OrangeBlack92 on Reddit. Is it weather? (laughs) Now, so the thing about weather is that's like saying, "Is are clouds weather?" Mm. Because clouds are a piece of like they they they're the sum of the thing. But like you we couldn't agree say that rainbows are a thing. Rainbows and are a clouds thing. are a thing. But that's like saying, "Is James Van Riemsdyk Toronto Maple Leafs?" I think it's like saying, "Is a fork food?" Like I associate a, a fork with food. I feel like a rainbow is an effect of weather. <laughs> if, a you fork eat, a if, if you weather. eat a fork, is it food? If you eat anything, is it then food? So my house is food. You've eaten your house. If if I did, yeah. If you okay, if you eat something, is it food? Like if I if I ate this and I swallowed it, can do I count it as food? That, what I, I has, has to, to qualify as food? Nutritional value, some sort of something. And I assume I'll get something out of a piece of plastic fiber. There you go. I don't think it's not coming out of me whole. Estrogen. Apparently. It might come back out of your hole. I'm just No, I'm uh, saying it won't. It'll do something in my stomach and then it'll probably come out the other end, but something's gonna remain in my body, which makes it food because I got something out of it. Isn't there something about plastic and estrogen? I don't know. I don't know. 
Is a rainbow weather? Okay. So when we did the is a hot dog a sandwich thing, we established what is a sandwich. Yes. So we have to establish what weather is. What? Rain? Mm-hmm. No. Ah. So mm. rainbows come after rain. I would call the rain weather. Rainbows are a byproduct of weather, but not weather. That's what I think, too. I think they're an effect of weather. They're, they're something that happens because weather okay. happened. It rains, then sun comes through, rainbow. Mm-hmm. Rain is weather. Sun, or clear skies, I guess, are weather. Yeah. Rainbow is a byproduct of the weather. Right. Rainbow doesn't occur. It's, it's not occurring on its own. Yeah. It occurs because something else occurred. It's like, is, a bre- is bread a living thing? No, it's a byproduct of previously. It's a byproduct of wheat and all it's that. It's funny and that you should bring up bread because the next question. Are you joking? Is Stop. How it. do you cut a slice of toast? Because there are three options. I will show you the picture. Okay, I see. Are you throwing this up on online too, so people can see it? Sure. I assume somebody can throw it up, or I'll put it on Reddit. Okay, the, the, I'll, I'll sort in the video care. So it's as well. across in half up and a half sideways. Do right? your broadcast thing and describe the three options. Okay, so it's One. Acro- across, and then there's diagonally, and then there's perpendicular. Which way is the correct you to, way? And you also have to decide what way, like, what is the top of the bread? Is it the, you know, because people say the top of the bread is the part that it sits on. Some people are like, no, the top of the bread's the pe- the, the rounded piece because it's the top. What? Well, yeah. Oh shit! Oh. Like a loaf. Yeah, like a loaf sits right. No, but what? Oh crap! What part is the top? Because like when you get a when you get a bag of bread, the mm-hmm. top is the end of the loaf, where the bread piece is. But as soon as you start the cutting you it, throw it, throw it, it does a loaf of bread top? have one hole or two? <laughs> do you do you eat that piece? That that oh, piece on the end? Yeah, it's my favorite piece. Oh, the butt. Oh, yeah. I throw in the garbage. Really? Yeah. Oh, save them all. I'll eat them. I put them in the toaster and I like them crispy. Mm-hmm. With Adam, it's always butt eating season. Yeah. <laughs> What's the S Z N? So if you put if you had a Wonder Bread, Sidney Crosby Wonder Bread, is the top where the bag opens, or is the top where you lay it flat? No. The, uh, mm. Okay. If I were to draw, that's better than the bread. If I one. drew yeah. a loaf of bread, yeah, the top part would be the rounded part, I guess. The, where you're sitting at flat, not yeah. where you take the bread out. No, and then okay, so we're we're having two different conversations here. The top of the loaf of bread is the rounded part. The top of the slice of bread is the part that you put face up. No, it's the same thing though. It's just it's the same loaf except cut. It doesn't mm-hmm. become a new loaf of bread. That's ridiculous. Oh, so then, do you put toast on its side? What do you mean? Well, yeah, because the rounded it, part. Well, you, you don't stand toast up. You do in the toaster. You don't have, but yeah, yeah, okay. Why on you do in a toaster? It's flat. It lays flat. Yeah, but it's not laying that on the doesn't side, change flat. the top. That's like laying on your back, like the toast. Yeah, you're laying on. Your my back. head didn't change yeah. because so, I'm laying on my back. So when you put jam on your toast, yeah, or avocado, avocado when, jam. When you put avocado Avo jam, jam, avo jam, also known as guacamole by peasants. Sometimes avocados aren't worth the price of admission. Like yesterday, I was going to buy avocados and it was way too expensive. I was like, it's not worth it. No. Anyways. Nope. Sidebar. That's a Jesse. There you go. Things Jesse thinks. Well, (laughs) baby, everything is happening. So when you put jamamole on on your bread, (laughs) what side of the bread do you put it on? 
It doesn't matter. You put it on the... That's the conversation we're having. No, we're talking about what's the top of the loaf. Right. And to get there, I'm asking you, when you spread guacamole... I don't put it on... I don't wrap it around on the crust. So you call it the side, then? I put it on the side. All right. I think we agree, then. No, no, no. Okay, so what... What side side are you on? I don't understand what side you're on. We're flat. In fact, we're flat. That's what it is. I think toasts are yellow. And the way to properly cut is in half. Um, Not on diagonal. Not down diagonal. Doesn't matter to me. I would either cut it, I would never cut it. Uh, perpendicular mm-hmm. or horizontal? Yeah, down the middle. Yeah, that yeah, makes no sense. What are you nuts? No, um, but little kids <laughs> eat their sandwiches like that all the time, and it's strange. Yeah, yeah. Like what are who what are about these the mothers cuts? that are I doing used to get this? the four-way cuts strange. from my parents. They're in a rush. That's why mm. like, the four-way <laughs> cuts are key, especially oh, for your little kid, yeah. little hands. Okay, <coughs> okay. Maybe this is weird. At home, I will cut it vertical. When I'm at a restaurant. I think it's weird. Like a burger? Or or like a a breakfast place. I think it's weird when it's not cut diagonal. And whenever I get it, I'm like, ooh, diagonal toast. Fancy toast. They cut it fancy. He's sitting at a Denny's. He's like, ooh, Ooh, fancy. I love restaurants. I I just hate ordering food. I think every restaurant is is fancy. high end out there, you know. Oh, yeah, Yeah. totally. (laughs) They go to Tim Hortons and they do fine dining. That's right. That's right. We're going to take you on a date to Tim Hortons, baby. (laughs) You know what? You guys have never been to the famous Ted's. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up and I'm going to get you a Grand Slam at Denny's for $3.99. No, why do that (laughs) when you can go to the famous Ted's and get a freaking turkey dinner? Whatever you want. doesn't even have to be Thanksgiving in October, unless you're wrong. So, do they put it in the microwave for you, or do you have to do it? (laughs) Wow. 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 No. What happens... Is they bring you food in a place where they probably previously allowed smoking, and it sort of smells like it, and it's delicious. <laughs> it's on the walls. Oh, it's yeah. just on the walls, and this there's place, all yeah. kinds of random hockey stuff, even though it's not a sports bar or restaurant. In fact, they don't serve alcohol. I don't know what side you called the top of the loaf. The rounded part. Okay, you are incorrect. <laughs> what the hell's the top of the loaf then? The butt? Where you, yeah, the, where you pull out the bread. That's on the side. Yeah, that's the top. Jesse, when you put your bread away, yes. do you... St- I, I stand it up. If yeah, that's you do? Has, yeah, every time. I actually have a separate <laughs> container in my house for my bread. And it's labeled, like, top. Yes. It says top only. Okay, yeah. good. All right. Well, great. Glad that we came to that. All right. Do we have any so, hockey-related questions? I or? think it's all right that we have a difference of opinion. I don't. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> hockey-related stuff? Anything? Ah! How many current Maple Leafs could make the, an Olympic roster in 2022? That's from Clunky underscore 25. I'm going to say Matthews, Nylander, Marner. Maybe yeah, Morgan Matthews, Riley. Stacked. Matthews, Nylander, certainly. Marner is going to have a really hard time making Canada. Yeah. Especially because, like, they typically just go, do you play center? No, you don't. You're wing now. Yeah. Uh, Morgan Riley, maybe? Morgan Riley, maybe. But he might be too old. <laughs> no, twenty twenty. Uh, He'll be what twenty eight. Uh, Actually, yeah, there might be enough young Canadian defensemen. He'll be twenty seven. Yeah, twenty seven, twenty eight. Twenty seven, twenty eight. Uh, but yeah, Freddie Anderson, for sure. If Denmark qualifies, sure. Um, or Team Worlds. Maybe they just adopt the World <laughs> Cup thing. I listened to that rant again the other day. I was a little fired up. I was a little jacked. 
Um, the other day, I mean, several hours ago. Who else would be there? Andreas Janssen, maybe? Maybe. Carl Bertram has played be, national games for them? Maybe. That'd be wonderful. Just Curtis like, McElhaney. It depends. Well, it just depends on how how deep Sweden is at that point, and I have a feeling they'll be quite deep. Is Austin Matthews the first line center for the U.S.? If it's not Jack Eichel. Uh, is Matthews better than Eichel currently? You know, he probably is. Ooh. Does Eichel play on his wing? Oh, Does Matthews God. play on Eichel's wing? Uh, are the states getting better? Yes. I feel like they yes. are. They yeah. are. Yes, 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 yes. They yes. had a bad they had a bad dip there, but I think they're getting better. Yeah. Canada had a dip like that too. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't much of a dip. No, but they did. It's a two second dip. Yeah, no, the states for a while you're like, yeah, they kind of stink. And now they're crazy again. Uh yeah, that team's gonna have like and they're going to be peaking right around the same time, too. You're going to have Matthews, Eichel, Wierenski. And then Gary Bettman will be like, sorry, you can't go. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Isn't Hellebuck American? There's some crazy American goalies, too. John Gibson? American? I don't, I don't remember. Like he is. I don't know. I, he was on Team North yeah. America, which means nothing. Connor Hellebuck is uh, from Michigan. Hey. Robin Leonard. Robin Leonard. Yeah, no, now, see, now we're getting no. away from it. Uh, Leafs. Yeah. John Gibson's from Pittsburgh. We, nice. We've never had this problem. Leafs. Let's focus. Uh, Matthews, Nylander. Marner's a maybe. So Matthews yeah. and Nylander's for certain. Kapanen might make Finland. Yeah, yep. I can see I, that. I 100% think he will. Yeah. Uh, Riley might make Canada. That Still one's going to be tough. He's being tough. If Denmark makes it, Freddie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gardner might be too old for the States and also too not good enough. Um, <laughs> sorry, too too dry. He'd probably made it this year, don't you think? If there was a team, yeah, I yeah. think he'd be on I it. I think he'd yeah. been on it because yeah. I think they would have been a little thin on defense. At very least, the seventh. Yeah, mm. I'm like I can't even think of who would have made the team. Ah, uh, yeah, Marlowe will be retired. <laughs> Kadri's not going to make Canada. Mm. Who else is on this team? Well, the I rest think, of it, I think we we're just done. don't know. Like, like I said, Janssen, Grundstrom, we don't know. We don't know what they're going to be. Well, I mean, okay, well, if we're doing you don't know, is Lilligren might make Sweden. <laughs> I don't know. If Lilligren develops into a top four defenseman, a la Travis Dermott, what he, on his trajectory. Not hard to see him on Team Sweden. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that Team Sweden is just a friggin' defenseman factory it's crazy, right now. yeah. Headman uh, and We forgot Dahlien and Zaitsev on Russia. Yeah, they're pretty thin mm-hmm. on D. Um, JVR on the U.S. Well, he's not At that leaf. point, though? How many current Leafs? <laughs> he is technically a current Leaf. Yeah, until uh, June 30th. How many, like, Leafs today? Okay, well, fine. Yeah, but okay. I mean... I don't know. Is it, have have you list. already mentally moved on? Like, have you, uh, From like, JVR? JVR is not a Leaf yeah, anymore. Yeah, he's not. You guys have you guys are done with that? Yeah. Bozak, I mean, he, too? Bozy? To me, Bozak and Komarov actually both might be... But probably not. I don't think they're coming. Probably back. not. But JVR have completely not. mentally moved on. He's not even a Leaf anymore. Hmm. Interesting. It just doesn't make sense. Why would he be a Leaf? Yeah. And it's not anything against him. And when he posted his little Toronto I love you thing, I was like, oh, cute. I'm going to miss you. Mm-hmm. But that was the thing. At the but end of it, there was a, I'm going to miss you. He's earned his fabulously wealthy contract, and he deserves it. Yep. Whoever gives it to him, he deserves it. Yep. And also, it's going to be bad at the end. But <laughs> Most are. Sorry. <laughs> Most what are? if he signs a shorter, more expensive deal? Probably not. I wondered about that. Is there a benefit to that? Like, if John Tavares signs for $15 million for one year somewhere, 
Even if he gets injured, he's still got fifteen million dollars. Yeah, like John Tavares or, does already doesn't have to worry. Or he can get eighty like, or, or eighty or ninety. Yeah, yeah, I always make this argument. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't make sense. Like dude, Matthews is going to. And he's not like Ray Allen at the end of his career signing with the Heat. Right? Yeah, like it's, it's who signed for like minimum league yeah, minimum yeah, so, so he could play with LeBron and get the ring that he got. Yeah, elite <laughs> athletes aren't regular rich anymore. Like I feel like, like Brian Marchment, I'm pretty sure. Like, what did he make over his career? Who knows? Five, ten million, something like that. Like, he's got a really nice house in, I think, Uxbridge. <laughs> you know? Like, he's got, I don't know, it's probably like a million-dollar home, something like that. Austin Matthews, when it's all said and done, is going to have made over a hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah. When you think about it, like, okay. Well, think about what Lou Lamorello would have started out making as a manager and what he probably <laughs> makes now. Lou Lamorello, I would imagine, has made between, and this is a big between, but 30 and $50 million. I don't know over the course of his career, 100%. That's tough because he's, his career's been so long. Yeah. That's why I think it's been that high. Yeah, but like Mike Babcock. Salary, what was his first NHL salary versus what it is currently? It would be in the early 100,000s. Like, what did you make at the zoo? <laughs> That's what Lou made in Jersey in 88. <laughs> uh, when they were the Mickey Mouse Christmas jerseys. I um, think... I started at like, I don't know, eight or nine bucks an hour. That's actually pretty high for back then. We minimum wage was six forty, and that's what I was making. Trying minimum to remember, no minimum forty. Six forty when I started at mm. Shoppers Drug Mart, and then it minimum moved up wage to seven something. When I started at McDonald's was seven ten, and I remember they had this when I was going through orientation. They go, we uh, we'd like to. We're happy to announce that McDonald's is no longer a minimum wage employer, and I was like, sweet. Uh, you'll be making seven fifteen an hour, and like, <laughs> dude, in orientation, I was like, I already hate this job. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, you weren't meant for McDonald's. I ha- haven't even worked my first shift, and screw you guys. <laughs> uh, do you want another question? Yeah, well, give me another. Because the most talked about thing out of last episode, I don't know if you guys know. No, God, it's was the fucking Marvel thing. Adam, why you know? Jesus. Adam People are like, hey, I really takes. like you, but your opinions are trash. Let's not focus on what Adam got wrong. Let's focus on it, I was right the about thing the thing is, The thing is. I was right about those movies I haven't even seen. No, really. Oh. What? It was his opinion on the movies. It wasn't. I didn't there are personally no personally like them. No, no. There are no facts involved here, people. Yes, there are. If one person says they don't like something, it doesn't mean that it's terrible or it's good. I've never seen these movies, so I'm just speaking from the Mm -hmm. opinion of, hey, if somebody likes something, you don't have to run down their throat. If they don't like it, same thing. What did you say was bad? So, um, I thought thought, uh, The Winter Soldier was was dry. I I didn't think it was as exciting as everybody thought it was. And I actually think I've been... Didn't most people say that? No, I don't know. So the Reddit question is, why... This is from Don't Be Sod, like Brendan, like Sod, uh, 1998. He said, why is Adam not getting enough that's on his Marvel movie takes. Well, that's not even. But to answer your question, pretty he sure. is. <laughs> yeah, well, I got it. Yeah, I he got it. it. Look at my mentions, people. Yeah. Come on. It said pretty sure it bothered ninety nine percent of people listening, and that seems to be true. Well, okay. So, so Adam, the floor is yours. So, the, the, my question is: Okay, is it a? If it's a, for you, if it's a truly compelling storyline, then who am I to say? I just mm. didn't like them. I didn't think it was very good. I uh, and I didn't think Star Wars: The Last Jedi was very good. And I'm a, I am the biggest Star Wars fan you'll ever meet. But I I just didn't like it. I looked at it and I thought, that was wildly disappointing. I got all excited for nothing. 
Um, and I felt like when I was watching, because I bought on Rogers on Demand, I got the I got all the the, the Marvel <laughs> movies that I haven't seen yet. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> do, 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 yeah. Um, and and I I was watching, so I watched. Uh, All three uh, of us the, got it wrong differently. Yes, <laughs> I watched this the the Civil War one, and then I was trying to watch Spider Man, and I'm sitting there going, "This is just not good." Like there, Iron Man, the original Iron Man was funny. It moved. There was great humor in it. Spider Man should be the same thing. It should be funny and cute and innocent and that sort of thing, and also great villain at the end. And I haven't seen the full Spider Man, so I can't really fully say. But I feel like. Marvel took a dip. I feel like they they didn't have the tightest movies they possibly could have had from a content perspective because they were producing so many. And I know they had to get a lot of stories out, but man, there were some there are some spots where you're like, what's happening here? Like Iron Man 3 with the Mandarin? Like what is that? It was, I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, there's a, there's like a the restaurant? No, there's a character called <laughs> they the went Mandarin for all you and, can eat? and they made he was an he's a, a, a Chinese villain. But China, believe it or not, funded a lot about that movie, apparently. And so they didn't want him to be the villain. They didn't want a Chinese guy to be the villain because it wouldn't sell well in China. So they made it into this other guy who's pretending to be Chinese and, like, he's acting. And it's, like, it's such a weird, like, there is some weird stuff that happens, man. And so I'm just, I, I've just been, I'm just not crazy about the movies. I don't know. Thanks, by the way, to everyone who sent me, like, 10, 15-minute videos who are like, here's all 18 movies so that you can go see Infinity oh, War. Cool. Yeah, a bunch of people uh, sent me that. Because I hear Infinity War is genuinely great. Yeah. Of course. So I want to see it, and I want to be up on the storylines. I just think the storylines leading in could have been better. Don't tell me about Guardians of the Galaxy. How recently did you see those movies? I watched, started watching some of them Friday night because we talked about oh, it on yeah. Thursday. Oh, okay. like, I better catch up on the ones I haven't seen. Yeah. And I did not. I just was like, okay. I was thinking about this on the way in. And like I was, I was thinking about like a like a certain artist. I don't even remember who I was thinking about. And someone trying to explain, no, they're good, and here's why. Like movies and music, it's pretty subjective. Yeah, man. it's not the sort of thing you can explain into being good. Mm-hmm. There was there oh, are people God. who enjoy the music of Maroon Five, genuinely, who think it's deep and it touches them. I don't know how that's possible at this point. I really like what was it, Songs for Jane. Or by Jane. The original one? Yeah, but that was, I was in high school. 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Every I song like since then has been, hey, we know this will get on the radio. Yeah. They make music for the radio. Not music that's good and because it's good it gets on the radio. They make music for the radio. No, um, I remember getting uh, getting into a debate with a friend over the movie This Is 40. And I was just, like, it's it's the closest I've ever been to walking out of a movie theater. Like a movie that I paid to see and like asking for my money back. See, I it heard from somebody this weekend who loved it. It was a big old pile of shite and someone tried to explain why it wasn't. Now, I went in the movie wanting a comedy. Because it's a Judd like Apatow. Like a ha-ha Judd Apatow comedy, which is 100,000% how it was marketed. And I went in there and I was more stressed out leaving the theater than I walked in. Because it's not a comedy at all. Isn't it about a relationship breaking down somewhat? Or it's, just about, it's the most depressing thing I've ever freaking seen. Is this in theaters now? No, no, no. no this, this is a, is a few years, years ago. Oh. And he's, he's trying to explain not it into yet. being good to me. And I'm like, dude, it stunk. I went in expecting one thing because of the way the movie told me I should feel about it going into it. And it, it was shit. I didn't like it. Don't bully me into thinking the movie's good. Yeah, but you're dealing with comic book nerds here, man. Yeah. Well, no, and, 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 and I say that being one, uh, I didn't like it. 
I don't like them. I like some things. I've not liked. I'm not. I've not been blown away by everything. Okay, and is that fair to say? Everybody telling you that you're wrong hasn't changed your mind. No. <laughs> like, hey, I like the Leafs. Do I like the everything the Leafs do? Absolutely not. I'm. Not, we have a show of criticizing about things that the Leafs do, even when they win. What's What's the name of the other guy from? Step Brothers. It's Will Ferrell and uh, John C. Riley. Yes. Okay. So imagine if Step Brothers was more about talking about their feelings and how you know what, guys, we're forty and we live with our parents. You know, we should maybe be. But and they get into like some huge blowups and <laughs> their fights are serious and it's not rubbing their balls on the drum set yeah. and doing karate in the garage, right? That's what the way it was marketed. Was like? That's what this is forty was. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Nobody rubbed their balls on drums games. Not in this is forty. That's too bad. Unfortunately, it start and it starts funny too. The first scene is really funny. Uh, it's it's a huge. Someone go watch the trailer and then watch the movie. Tell tell me it's the same thing. It's I bet not. you're gonna get so many people. Hot take, Steve Dangle. Oh, was trash. A great trash. movie. Go ahead, be mad I mean, at me. You're not All really, you need to. It's a bad you? movie. That movie didn't do well. Most people Good. feel that way. That's not really taking a stand. That's like. Gili was really not a great movie. Ooh, bold take. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> no, but like, like most people went to that movie feeling the exact same way and being disappointed. Because movies everyone has the friend who sees movies right away. Right? Then sometimes you go, okay, this movie looked really good and you go see it right away because of the marketing or whatever. But most of the time it's a few friends in a larger group who go, you got to see bleh. And that was a movie that everyone went into it thinking a certain thing, and they were disappointed. And, hey, should I go see This is 40? No. Because it's not a comedy at all. And they might have said, you know what? It might be good as a serious movie that's like a sort of dark comedy. It wasn't a comedy at all. It was shite. Okay, so here's my question then. What thing that everybody likes are you willing to say... Because you've Is objectively it, bad? Is peppers. objectively bad. Peppers. <laughs> Bell peppers. Other than peppers. Hmm. Gotta give me a minute to think about that one. Jesse, do you have one? No, not really. I like what I like and I hate what I hate. No, but like, is there something that you do not get why people really like that? I think it's different today because on Twitter or whatever. You can find somebody who likes everything. Yeah. No, but you can also find someone who hates everything. Yeah. So you can feel camaraderie and, yeah, we all hate this movie. Ah, fuck this movie. Yeah. And then, I don't know, because it's an echo chamber, you feel like everyone hates this movie now. I just think it's interesting. Uh-oh. Okay. I just want to know what Uh-oh. you see in these Marvel movies that you don't enjoy that everyone else is missing. Because if 90... Like, that's the most thing we got response from last episode. It's and if true. so many people are coming at you being like, you're wrong, mm-hmm. what are you seeing that everyone else isn't seeing? It's what I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing a tight enough storyline. I'm not seeing a story that moves fast enough. And I'm seeing cheap jokes... Um, and quite frankly, there, there are so many characters and I understand that's part of the universe, but it's hard to, it's hard to feel anything for them when they're there for three seconds. Mm. And, and so, you know, um, I know that there are people who read all the comic books or whatever. I did not read all the comic books. So people will say, well, then you don't understand that's they're making the movie for both of us here. They're making the movie for the guy who understands and the guy who doesn't. So I've come and seen comic book movies with Justin Fisher, uh-huh. and he's he's explaining, he's trying to explain everything that I need to know before the movie, and then the movie starts, and he's not quite done, and he's explaining into the movie, and I'm like, I'd rather just be at your apartment, like with a pizza, listening to you explain everything. 
<laughs> so maybe it, it might be that. I don't know. I just don't think I, I thought some of the movies were a little sloppy. I don't know. It's I thought Leo Kovarov had some sloppy plays this season. Still like Leo, still like the Leafs. Still like Marvel. Still think they had some sloppy movies. Are you gonna watch Infinity War? Hell yeah. yeah. I just I'm still trying to catch up. I gotta catch the end of Spider-Man, and then I still have to see Black Panther. And then and I hear Black Panther's outstanding. It is so really I'm good. very excited. And they all tie in in the movie and then yeah. 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 I think you like comic books too much to enjoy these movies. He's okay. not a comic book guy. You're not, not really. Not no, really. But you, read some, but you but like the characters though. Sure. You're I think you're more informed on the on those characters than the average viewer. I think. Sure. Okay. And yeah. because of that, like you're like, oh, I want to feel something for these guys. Yeah. I yeah, I do want to feel something. Like, okay, I hated the first Transformers. Hated See, it. I loved the first Transformers. I hated, hated the next it. ones. What was great was someone, I, it might have even been you, you were like, look, you got to shut your brain off. Yes, that was me then. And I went into the theater, and I remember like sitting in there, I'm like, everyone in this theater is having a great time right now, and I'm not. Like, I'm the fuddy-duddy. So I go into the second one, and I shut my brain off. I go, don't expect to see a plot, just, <laughs> and all the crazy, yeah, get excited at that. And you know what? I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, wow. I and the shut, second one was during the writer's strike, so it was bad. I turned my brain off. Wow. You okay. know what? I enjoyed that. You don't go to the... Don't expect Daniel Day-Lewis to be in any Transformers movies. You know what I mean? Mark Wahlberg is now. I just saw the most recent one, I think, a few years ago. And they bring in the Dinobots, and it's just... Why is are that, these even here? Is that what they're called? They're called Dinobots. Dino they, ride so that they ride dinosaurs. Is that a joke? So the Transformers get on these dinosaurs, these mechanical dinosaurs. Oh, the cars are riding the dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Cars. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Oh, but they're not cars. They're just they're just robots Dino- that are oh, wild. The, no, the Dinobots. The Dinobots. That doesn't sound dumb at all. It's really dumb. <laughs> uh, I can't disagree with you. Um, it's like if if it's like they're dogs, like they're just what? wild animals that they tame. And that's their the Dinobots are their are their animals. They're wild robots. Yes. And cars are riding wild robot wild dinosaurs. Robots. And Mark Wahlberg's in the middle of China going, What do we do? What do we do? And he's getting chased. And it's, it's This just, is in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go to the Sax game. <laughs> I was just looking for Fenway. <laughs> that's, that's, that's 90 minutes of Transformers. Every time, every time something pops off, he's in the middle of a Fenway Frank. He's going to go in like, <laughs> in like Russian action. Uh, okay. What is a thing I hate that everyone else loves? I don't know. I don't know. I try not to hate anything too much. Oh, for God's sakes. You two are the worst. The, the New York Yankees. How do you not have one thing where you're like, I don't get it. I, don't I just gave you Maroon 5. I'm not Come a big on. fan of soccer. Okay. Like, okay. I'm not the biggest Lots soccer. of people like that? I, it's cool, but like I don't really watch soccer. You don't get it? I don't. It doesn't make you feel? that entertaining to me. It's the biggest global... I guess it's the biggest sport in the world, it's and it's not sport. one of my top... Five sports that I watch. Fair enough. There you go, Stephen. That's my attempt at a hot take. Okay, this I isn't. Apologize. It's not a hot take. It's just an opinion. <laughs> I this isn't great because I really like his latest song, but uh, Bruno Mars, a little bit. Okay, <laughs> I understand why all of it's good, and it's all catchy. It is that is the epitome of songs for the radio, to me. Who's passionate? About Bruno Mars. Man, Stadium's full of people. Until you oh, I seen, know. I know. Until you've seen Bruno Mars live, it's... 
So it's, it's a great show? It's one of the most unbelievable experiences okay. you'll ever have. Well, and there different. are a few songs. Like, for me, what really got Bruno, me on Bruno Mars was Locked Out of Heaven. I thought that song, I was like, holy shit, that's a great song. <sighs> and, and I mean, Grenade. Is it that he's and, overplayed? Yeah, 100%. Grenade, Adam? I don't like that song. Oh. I never liked that song. And the one that he had with B.O.B. and the... Uh, Finesse is great. Finesse is I a really great song. Like Finesse, but I'm just like, I just, it's strange to me to be passionate about Bruno Mars. And it's weird. It's a guy who's like, I like at least half his singles. You, yeah, but, would you find anybody on the street that goes, Bruno Mars is my 100% my favorite artist? There are people like that, I assume. Yeah. I've never met one. But he does sell out every show and he puts on an incredible show. And it's worth going. Uh, oh, this one's kind of old, but Arcade Fire. Don't get it. Well, dude, they're... <laughs> Jesse, are you kidding? Jesse, just use your fingers. Oh, he's almost got it. He's removing it, like, with forceps. Kind of, like, Bro. he's pulling out a... Oh, my God. No! Know. Oh, he put it on his tongue! Oh, dude! All right, so Jesse just pulled the mic sock out of the water bottle oh. and licked it, and it's soaking wet. That dude, is so disgusting. You... Okay, Jesse, real quick. Why, man? What do you think the I have for over. dinner? Show's over. What do you mean the show's over? With that? Yeah, what else we got to talk about? I feel okay. like I need to justify our no, you fire. No, you don't. But everyone's going to get mad. Yeah, that's my <laughs> point. Take a, take a <laughs> yeah. fucking risk, you two. No. You guys no, are like, no, Bruno Mars, no soccer on a hockey show. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, come on. See, we're not trying to Stephen A. Smith this. <laughs> well, I, I just don't know how to take. All I'm trying to be is not out here on my own, and you guys are just, I'm just wafting in the wind here. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you do that. Thank you. Thank you, you jerks. Yeah, the arcade fire is fine. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Everybody tweet Adam. His opinions suck ass. <laughs> That's all I'm going to get when I get up for BT tomorrow. Your opinions suck ass. Love, Jesse. <laughs> Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.